um, you know, you can never let it, let it get down to a ref making a decision. We all know that from experience. What a glorious 2020 that we have in front of us. Happy New Year. So what you guys just heard was clips from the defensive end, the star defensive end, Cameron Jordan of the New Orleans Saints. We'll get to that in a little bit on exactly what happened and what's the reason behind that loss that we took. And why. And, of course, uh. why. And no, Kurt, no, Kurt, nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. Anyway, we got a jam-packed show. I guess for 2020, what you what you looking forward to? Man, now <clears throat> hopefully looking at FLSU to win the national football championship coming up this Monday and the lectures. You said national football? Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Collegiate. Win a championship on Monday. And I'm looking forward to the, hopefully the Lakers win the championship. I don't know. We got nothing else to look forward to. Right. Now, what a way to start 2020. What a way. What a way. What a waste of a season. That's what I said. I was just saying 13 and 3. First, you, first, ever, first ever team to have to play in a wild card at that, at that record, 13 really? and 3. Yep. First ever team. Well, let's get into these other topics real quick. So, we got women's one and done. I know you brought this one to the table. Oh, so, yeah. tell me what you're thinking about this first. Well, it it came across my screen on YouTube. One the Maryland, one of the top high school prospects, women wise in the country. I was watching on Slam on YouTube, and she was just asking why can't women be one and done, just like men can be one and done. And so that's how I got to this topic. And she made some valid points. One of the points that I didn't agree with was she was just saying that. Women mature faster than men, which is that is true. What effect could it a one and done player in women's basketball? How could that catapult the WNBA? Do you think he can make a big rise to it, or do you think everything can still be the same, or what do do they have to be that just do they have to be that dominant in college to even be considered a one and done? Well, first off, let me ask you this: Has it ever been done? I Which I think so. I know the answer. I just want to. Yeah, no. So it hasn't been done before. No. I say why not? The only reason why is because what women's basketball is missing, it, it's had stars. It's had some level of consistency mm-hmm. with their top stars. I think what it's missing is a splash of energy. So why not have a one and done? Right. Uh, the thing that she said about the maturity, yeah, that is true that it's they true. do mature faster, but in terms of what they've had going on, I think it goes bigger than just maturity. Like you've had your some of your older stars go ahead and leave the game. Yes, you have your new era, but what's the biggest thing that's gonna that's gonna get you to the next level? Like women women's basketball, the season's already like different and crazy. Mm-hmm. So what's gonna get people to tune in? Well, the thing I think to her point. What's going to get them to tune in, what's going to get us to tune in more is to say, hey, we got a notable starter. We right. know we're out the back instead somebody, of four years. Right, somebody electrifying that can just come in. That's a good prospect. If they're a good prospect, if they could be uh, – and I'm not saying that, that they will have one, but LeBron James kind of prospect coming out of high school that they deem can be 
that they deem can go straight out of college for one year to the WNBA draft, then by all means, I say I say they can do it. Well, I, I just I, I feel like it shouldn't be a double standard. Like, go ahead and, and start it. Mm-hmm. It hasn't it hasn't been done yet. So why can't we have you know somebody who's a freshman right now? And, and what are you in? What like to, what are you losing? Yeah, what are you losing? That exactly. I, I think I think in all honesty, I don't know why it hasn't been done. Like basketball on both sides is the same thing. It's not like football to right. where you got, they you have, have a stay. well, they have a legitimate reason for why. Not to say it shouldn't be one and done either, but it's right. a legitimate reason why, right. or they conditioned us to say it's a legitimate reason why. But for basketball, you I know, one you. and done, they they did that to feed the college program. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they say. They've done it to feed the college program. Well, with women's, it's like you have no choice. Dude, can they come out of their junior? Do they have? I'm, I'm pretty sure they can. So yeah. you you at least have to stay three years. And yes, you're known, you know, in your collegiate atmosphere. But when you get to the WNBA, it's already it's looked at differently, and the season's already crazy. So it's like at least with college basketball and women's basketball, you have it to where their seasons. Basically start at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you have it to where it's going to start at the same time and just about end at the same time, right. too. With WNBA, it's already a weird season. Yeah. So imagine if you sit up there mm-hmm. and you have it to where you got a one and done, they fresh on somebody's mind, and now you have it to where, man, I just got through seeing them. I'm not, oh, well, you know, they've been in college for three years, so I'm not shocked. Like, why not start them off younger? Right, and I know with the WNBA and collegiate, women's collegiate basketball, one of those, as soon as the W, as soon as the collegiate season is over, I think not too long after the WNBA comes around. So you already get the player that you want, whether they want it done, you already get the player that you want, and then you get the get the let them be around pros, let them get their experience, and then hopefully in the next couple of years they can turn out to be the player that everybody know they can be. So I think I think that was a good topic for us to start off with. I do believe that women's college college, uh, college basketball players they can go one and done to the WNBA if they're capable of, just like. With men, well, I don't, I don't see. That's the thing, though. With men, it, it's not a thing if you're capable of, or if you aren't, because it's been bust. Uh, it's been people who hadn't lived up to expectations. I feel like you should let women do it, and I think to her point, she's saying it's going to impact differently. Which at this point, if you've ever watched a WNBA game, whether it's live or on a TV screen, it's something different about it, mm-hmm. and and it, and it's very entertaining. They are very fundamentally sound. You have women now dunking. You have women sitting there putting people on skates just like others in, in the men in the men's arena. Right. It's no different. It's no distinction to where it shouldn't be on both sides. I think go ahead and let it go. Maybe this new blood coming in earlier will shake up the league. I, I think. I think not enough people know about the league, and I feel like it's widely overlooked. So in order for you to get something going differently with women's basketball, mm-hmm. you have to have something's gonna shake it up. And I think the one and done is something that's gonna shake it up. Right. And I mean, you already not paying them, right? Right. And and this one is for uh Andrew Angel Reese, the top Maryland recruit in the country, mm-hmm. one one of the best women's college uh women's high school players in the country. Uh, she came out and made that statement, like I said, when Slam did a day in the life of 
Angel Reese. So definitely a huge shout out to Angel Reese. Good luck to you. We have Isaiah Thomas going into the crowds. People call it baby malice in the palace, and I was a little mad because I thought it was baby fighting. malice in the palace. I, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard a few. Uh, not I heard. I saw a few things come across my screen. Said baby malice in the palace, and I'm like, baby malice in the palace. I clicked on the link immediately. So, because you know, someone about to get. I was disappointed. I know. I was disappointed. But when I dug into it, I guess I was okay with it. And we we got to do this too. Actually, it's gonna be we're gonna have some stuff coming out through the email, but we got to actually do this. We'll just do this first. Fans having rights. He booed. Now, stop me when I'm wrong here. Okay. So he booed because he wanted, what, the taco for missing two free throws or something like that? Was that it? I believe so. Yeah. So basically, when you go to live events, they have something where uh, if, if a team shuts out, then you can get a meal to somewhere. Or, or if you uh, score 100 points. Yeah, if you score 100 points. You know, a lot of I know a lot of college college sports do that. NBA does it. Uh, football sometimes does it's something different, but anyway, you can win. It's a, it's a great way for fan experience, a great way for people to get involved with the community. The whole nine yards, it's a whole, it's a whole conglomerate, right. right? Isaiah, being Isaiah, consistent short man of the year, made his free throws right. and got belligerently cussed out for it <laughs> by a fan who, by all intents and purposes, can afford to miss a meal or two. He could definitely afford to right. miss a meal or two. <laughs> Look where he was sitting at. And he was sitting, he was sitting awful close. Well, Mr. Isaiah Thomas, not Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. We're talking about Isaiah Thomas no. that used to be with Boston Celtics, then with the Denver Nuggets, now with Sacramento. No, he's no, with Washington. Washington. Washington Wizards. Yeah, I like him better with the bullets. That logo <laughs> was fire. He then went into the stands after he heard the fan belligerently calling him out, which now the fans banned. What is it, two years? Yeah, I think two years. Two years, yeah. He's lucky he's not life. I guess if he would have put Rachel in there, it'd have been life. My thing is this. Was Isaiah Wright going up there in the stands? No. Why he, not? He, he was wrong, man. Look. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, look. It comes a time where sometimes you just have to... Wait, wait, hold on, you, you sound like you about to, it comes a time when a man has hey, to. <laughs> hey, look, sometimes in life, when somebody says something, you just going to have to ignore it and just walk away. Now, Isaiah Thomas, he had a, in, I ain't going to say he had just had a short man temper, but you should, you should be focused on the game. Did what? they win that game? I have. I don't no think they won that idea. game. I don't know. They they it's been bad. <laughs> no, I'm saying it'd be justified. He went there, if he went there, and they won. But if they lost, now you just look silly. Well, man, look, chill, bro. Like, just go on, hit your free throws, walk back on defense, and keep getting buckets. Like that. What what is so hard about like it, everybody's so sensitive now. How could you even hear what the man said? And he may have said, "I don't know." He, he said he said it very loud. Oh, okay. They said. they said he said it like he said he was close to the court, so he, he said it kind of loud. Well, I mean, and I think he was like kind of catacorner behind the the rim. Okay, so all right, so let, let's let's get everything straight. You at the free throw line, the guy says whatever to you out loud. You go in the crowd. You didn't do nothing. All you did was don't do that. Don't do that. Man, 
I thought you, if you if you going to stop the if you going to stop the game, do all that, man, you might well just pump sock the dude. Well, in that's the mouth. why I told y'all I was fooled by the link. It said baby malice in the palace. No baby malice in the palace. I, I know yeah. that when I clicked on the link, I was disappointed. No. I was like, this wasting my time. That's so so true. you don't think he was right for going in the crowd? What about the fan spewing whatever he spewed? He got what he deserved. Two years banned away from the arena. Okay. He got what he deserved. Now it could have been worse. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure somebody else, probably maybe Jimmy Butler or whoever, they oh, probably would Jimmy in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing Jimmy in there because Jimmy, Jimmy with it. But Jimmy probably would have socked him in his mouth. Original mouse in the play- palace. If they oh, would have no, did no, that, no. we ain't got players like that. Yeah, we ain't gonna play it like that. But I'm we, just no, saying, I'm saying we, don't, we don't have players in the league like that. No yeah, more. yeah. But I'm no. just, I'm just saying, like Isaiah, he ain't the first one to call you that word. I'm pretty sure some other people in the stands for other teams that probably called you that word even worse. And you ain't going to stands up to the 15th floor or whatever. So, I mean, you just got to sometimes take take the advice. Sometimes you just have to take the high road and just keep it pushing. Because you don't even know who, you don't even know the man's name that called you out. You don't know, you don't know his family. You don't know him. So you going up there saying, don't do that. He ain't do nothing, but he, all he did was get a two, a two year ban and you got suspended. Yeah, he did get suspended. Ain't some, ain't, ain't, he did get suspended. I guess my whole thing is if it was something like verbally, you know, wrong and consistent, whatever it may be, then okay, cool. But the man was mad because his fat tail can get tacos. And Isaiah, you, you're the enemy because you made your free throws. But for you to go in the stands, oh, what you said, first of all, you heard him. Otherwise, you wouldn't win in the stands. Second of all, you was like, that's right. That's it. That that's 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 what we stopped the game for. Right. Like I told you, see. To, to be honest, stupidity deserves more than two games. I mean, he got two games. I believe yeah. He it deserves more than two games. Mm-hmm. He deserves more than two games. I guess I just that one. I don't know. Now that now that we saying it on on, on here, it ain't worth bringing it up. <laughs> We're too late now. No no no. I'm just saying it. It just it don't seem like it's worth bringing up only because like it didn't even end in nothing. You know me. I'm okay with a little drama. That was drama. absolutely boring. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. That it, for the, for all of that, man, you gonna understand? I'm expecting you to do something. I'm expecting you. I'm expecting you. Pop off, pop off. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting you cuss him out. I'm expecting something. At least cuss him out for calling you what he like called it, you. And, and your but words, you ain't. In your words, get your stuff off. Get your stuff no. off. <laughs> can, can I say it on him? Sure. Get your off. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, man, don't be dumb. First of all, don't stop the game. And yo, you ain't even had that much time left. But don't stop the game to put more, put more time for me trying to get something to eat. So I'm like, I'm like, man, just come on, like, do better. So what's our what's our next thing? We we got a few things to cover today. <laughs> man, I want to get to Kawhi Leonard's uncle. I got. I want to get. I really want to get to that. That right there. That saga. Of what Kawhi wants, or what maybe his uncle wants, uncle. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. It's not like I don't see Kawhi wanting this. I think Kawhi's biggest thing when he was trying to come back home to L.A., whether it was the Clippers or the Lakers, it was he wanted to come back home to L.A. Right. And his uncle, being who he is, is trying to maximize the opportunity, which uh, I'm not mad about, Uncle Dennis. But you got to do better. Well, yo, so I'm going to just read off what sources say. So sources say the league was told <laughs> uh, that Robinson, uh, let's see. Come on, 
Mm. I'm sorry. I was told that Robinson asked team officials for part ownership of the team, a private plane that will be available at all times, a house, and last but certainly not least, a guaranteed amount of all-court endorsement money that they could expect if Leonard played for their team. All of those items, to be clear, will fall well outside the confines of the Leeds Collective Bargaining Agreement. So, was this for him being on the Lakers? The Raptors, the Clippers, like what was this for? I believe it's, it was for everybody. Like whoever, who, who was ever. So he got there with the Clippers? No. We don't know. We no. don't know. You, we know Kawhi is a very quiet. No, we ain't talking about, we talking about Dennis. We, you telling me a man that ain't got nothing to do with the league but his nephew got this? Yeah. He got, he, you telling me he could possibly have this with the Clippers? He could possibly have this with no. the Clippers. I don't see it. Hey, even if he don't have some of it, if he have half of it, hey, that's a win in my book. No. He, first of all, you're not getting none of the profits. Of, of Most teams are owned by a, a group or conglomerate partnership, whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. It's no way he getting in on this pie just for a player because that means he going to have this for the rest of his life? No. First of all, shout out to you for looking at the generational wealth, but no. Hey. He came. He told then, Jeannie Buss. She said no. Ain't no way you getting there from the lake. The lake. Kobe, the Kobe lake, don't even have it. Magic ain't got it. <laughs> Kareem ain't got it. I'm not Kareem. Kareem too enlightened for that. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that 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 right there just had me bewildered. This news had bewildered. I guess so. So I'm just saying, but. But yeah, so that's that's what you want to discuss about it. Yeah. You got what you, you don't got nothing to add to it. I just want to know, man, what else you want? What else you want? Do do you want to have the whole world? The whole world, Pinky. <laughs> what you mean, the whole got world? Got the whole world in his wow. hands. He got the whole world. You are really singing, dude. You are really singing, dude. I'm just saying. But no, nah, he really want the whole world. Like that's basically what he asking for. At least a piece of the pretty, world. Pretty much. Like when Man. you get when you get into trying to get ownership of a team, like when you trying to get the money from a team, no, no, bro. Hey, and then and then they gonna look at you. How bad do you want to win? Yeah, ain't no y'all don't have no championships. Y'all don't have no nothing in the banners. I can get y'all y'all first one. Look what I did with Toronto. Who Kawhi? Yeah, I'm just saying. Kawhi, that, that, that's but, what Uncle Dennis said. No, yeah, but Uncle Dennis ain't got Uncle Dennis. Only thing is. To get Kawhi where he want to go. No, to get Kawhi, not only where, because Kawhi at that time could have went anywhere he wanted. No, I know, but Kawhi wanted to go back home. But yeah, but he wanted some more incentives. Yeah, Uncle Dennis wanted incentives. Kawhi wasn't getting that. Ooh, we don't know that. Kawhi ain't getting no part ownership of no Man, Clippers. Kawhi getting he better sit up there and try to brand Dang. this with Nike and get the claw and all that. He ain't getting no ownership of no Clippers. Hey, we don't know that. The Clippers just got bought out by a Silicon Valley billionaire. Ain't no way he giving up. And then uh, he get wait. What did you just say? A billionaire, a billion dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, but for me to give up, for me to give up profits or part of the team means I have to share my wealth. Which is continue to grow with what I have in Silicon Valley and in the Clippers. I give a part of my wealth guess for what? you. And guess what? Guess what happened? Hey, in the end. Hey. If. Hey. All I'm saying is this. LeBron came out there willingly. You wanted to come back home. I bet. He now he could have got one or two of them things out there. But one I'm just, two, I'm just still good to I'm me. saying people was rich, fit, filthy, fat, rich out here with teens. 
and you want to come up with a with a person that's still playing talking about, oh, if you want him to come, he got to do this. Ain't no way. In in other news that I just got from Bleacher Report, it says fan threw drink throws drink on the court, and Kemba got ejected, and a fan almost hit the Spurs bench with the drink. Yeah, we're gonna do this show when fans got rings. What was it? Were they at home? I believe so. So it was a Boston fan that threw it? We'll see. Let's see. Well, anyway, I, let's get oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah, they was in Boston. Wow. They do got disrespect fan base, though. Was they losing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, he got ejected. Oh, they were playing San Antonio. Yeah, they playing San Antonio. Right I now. went directed at, at Boston. This director said San Antonio. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm just saying. Oh, Kimber you got injected. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. thought they was chunking yeah, it, chunking yeah, it, Kimber. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it was there. Oh no, no, no. They, they was. Well, I know San Antonio fans ain't gonna do that. They like the most respectful fans, I believe. Oh, of course. They could definitely brag. About like I'm saying, as much as they won, like they, they hella respectful. Yeah, but that was yeah in Boston. Interesting. Just the just heads up. You have it right here. That's broken news with Kerry <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Broken news. Always, always on die. Always on die. <laughs> Speaking of broken news, uh, we had David Stern pass at the beginning of the year. Yep. It was sad to hear, and somebody who played the villain wind up impacting the league so much. Some of the things that I read that I found out that I learned, he was very instrumental in the dream team playing in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. I knew he had a hand in the WNBA. I did not know he was one of the main reasons it got going. Right. I also, I actually knew, but I didn't know what the amount was. So tell me what you think the average salary was. I mean, not actual. Tell me how much you thought the average team was worth when he took over. Like how I tell you, teams are worth billions of dollars now. The average team? Like back then when he started. Man, if I had to guess. Just guess. A good estimate probably would be. It's in the millions. I give you that. Quote. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fifty million. No, nowhere close. Twenty million. Nope. Fifteen seven four. Two point two was the cost of an average team back when he took over. Oh two point two million. You wanna know what they is now? What are they? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a salary. But but teams weren't worth as much back then. Like you talking about in the millions? It might have been fifty. I don't know. But that's. It's still, Nowhere near. Like, yeah. it's billions. Like, the Clippers sold for a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But crazy. the average salary for a player back then was $2.2 million. Now it's excess of 10. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, people getting contracts out the wazoo. Right. You just got to be average nowadays. You get, if you average, if you're an average NBA player, you getting at least, at least five, $5 million. And that five million dollars be like maybe what, one year guaranteed contract for the rest of the season or two years? I guess before, because this is tying into the NBA, so it's a good segue. So, first off, David Stern was the enemy that everybody loved, right? right. The outpouring of love that he got after he passed was, you know, tremendous. Give me your opinion on why you think the NBA became what it is. Because, like we both said, it's it's global. It's global as far as the superstars, the teams, the logos, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Why is that so much better than... We'll say football because it's it's got the most views or close in views and ratings and stuff like that. Why is basketball better than football in terms of it? Well, uh, I have to say this. Uh, rest in peace to David Stern. Wasn't always the most liked guy, but 
coming towards uh, the end, I think a lot of people did start liking him a little bit more. But he definitely contributed to what the NBA is across not only the United States but uh, around the world. He has his his hand in every single thing. Even now, he has his hand in every single uh, thing by even with Adam Silver being the commissioner of the NBA. So he definitely made a great impact. The way the NBA is going right now, it's just only going to get better. I don't see a decline in it. For every for everything with the international stars that can come over here and play, definitely got to give them a shout out to that. With Dirk, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan to the player to the players right now, Luka Doncic. Uh, it's a lot. Freak. The Greek freak. A, a lot of players from overseas coming over here. Ben Simmons, even ben, though he can't shoot three. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid are all players. You didn't hear my dig, did you? What's that? Even though he can't shoot three. Oh yeah, we know. <laughs> he gonna get passed up. We gonna have this another discussion. I, 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 to, I he about to get passed. I up told you. I told you from jump. I told you that was never my man. Oh no, I, I know. But I know. but yeah, that's that's different. What to say on top of my yeah, man? Yeah, but definitely huge shout out to David Stern. I, if I can say, I know one of the things that a lot of players didn't like at the time, especially when me and you were growing up, he instituted the dress code for the league. You have to wear, you have to be dressed as a professional. So let me go ahead. I'm, I'm, I got to speak on that. Oh yeah, I, I, I found out things. I, I did my research. Oh yeah, uh, you he uh, he told everybody, every player to dress up professionally. If you didn't, of course you got fined. And I mean. So a lot of people didn't like it, but guess what? It's it's cool if you if you a max player and get all that money. But guess what? Them fines start tacking up every time you don't get the dress code right. But so the so the thing about the NBA versus the NFL is the NBA is about the players. It's not about the brands. It's not about the owners. It's about the players. So the thing that David Stern wanted to do was make. The NBA players like superstars. Mm-hmm. The first one I think he got a chance to like brand like that and be in collusion with. Because Magic and, and Bird were big, but Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. biggest one. Stars is what he wanted. Superheroes is what he wanted everybody to feel like. When you look at them, you feel like they're the top echelon. They're my heroes. Right. I want to be like them. So he made the stars the center of the sport and not the logo, the owners, whatever it may be. Versus NFL... It's either about that name across your front or or the, the logo, the shield. It's not about the players, and you still have that going on to this day. Look at it now. Nowadays, you don't speak on teams. You speak on players. James Harden, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi, Ka- Ka- I'm Kawhi Carmelo. Like The list goes on the Greek free. You don't speak on the team first. You name a player. The reason why I think it's so wide open for people to become sports fans, because you don't have to like the team. You don't have to like the sport. Mm -hmm. As long as you like the player, you're fine. And they do such a good job of making sure whoever whoever the team is that you cheer for, guarantee that you're going to know who that star is and maybe a supporting cast member if you lucky to have a duel. And that could be for any Yeah, no, no. That's for every team. No, for even a small market team. Oklahoma City. New Orleans is a small market, but they have a big player, so I, I'm not classifying them right now. New, I mean, sorry, Oklahoma. They have a small market, right? Mm-hmm. Even though all their troubles have gone away from them, Chris Paul is still on there. 
Chris Paul a big name. And I'm sure, you know, not that they're doing anything this year of significance, you know, as far as like being standout, being at the top. But Chris Paul, I'm sure in Oklahoma is lighting it up. Right. They got him on every commercial, State Farm, you know, still doing his this thug thizzle. Yep. They might even have a special campaign campaign just for Oklahoma. Chris but, Paul, stay, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you that anybody you talk to when it comes to being a fan of, if you talk to anybody with football, we got to throw them out there. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they know Jason Gary. Yeah, they know Jerry Jones. Yeah, they know Dak. They know Zeke. But it's a star because you have generational fans, yeah. right? So it's a star. Yeah, people name names or whatever. But when you when you talk about it, whether you like them or you, or you don't, the first thing that comes to mind is from them, if they like them, they're defending them because they said they won back in the 90s. Right. If you hate them, you're saying, well, you haven't won since the 90s. Right. But it's never about, man, the players were just great. But when you go talk about basketball, first name brought up is Michael Jordan. He didn't win the most championships, but... He's the most impactful. He's the most impactful. And, and influential. influential. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the dress code, though, with the dress code, you know the reason why he did it, and I found it so curious because I didn't think about it because we was young. Mm-hmm. The reason why he did the dress code was because he wanted them to be on this certain level as far as the players in the game and... To market to people, you had to stop the quote-unquote thug image that came about, right? Right. So, in order to to do that, i.e., a la corporate America, I make you dress up so you don't look like you're a thug. Like you're a thug. So, yes, people didn't like it, but guess what came after they started dressing up? Money. Money. (laughs) Advertisement. Bigger dollars. So, his plan worked. Oh, the dream team. We're going to have them play. Guess what that's going to do? Attract more people to sit up here and come from overseas. And by golly, that's what made them global. So much so to where they got a team in Toronto. We look at Toronto like they're a part of, like they've always been a part of. Toronto, what, is barely 30 years old in the league? Right. We own it in Toronto. We own it in Toronto. And guess what? They about to put a team in New Mexico. Yeah, the, the, thing that the, the thing that the thing that it's gonna become an NBA team. It's gonna become an NBA team. It has to. Think about it. You talk about global. Think about this. You open that flood bank up. I don't want to go to play in the United States. I'm from over. I don't want to go play in the United States. I, I go play in Mexico. Right. Mexico. What? All right, bet. Just a lot of the things he did. It had a reason behind it, and I think a lot of people got to reflecting on exactly what it was. That's what made him synonymous. Everything that he had going on that he wanted to get, it came from a vision and he made it happen. Right. No matter the feathers he ruffled, nobody- can, He ruffled a lot. He did, but if if you look at it, and that's what a lot of people did, when you look at it going backwards now, it made sense. It made so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's still football and basketball, at least in America. Globally, and like I said, hockey and soccer, soccer is the biggest, it's no, it's no debating it, but basketball- it's awful close. close right. It's awful close. Because soccer, soccer isn't known like that here. It's just not being accepted. More along the lines of when the U.S. women play, not the men, but the women, when the U.S. women play, everybody pays attention because, you know, we watch it now like it's like it's just water. Like Man, but you look back like 10 years ago, man, nobody in, in the United States. I ain't going to say nobody. But if you look at the percentages, like man, did you watch that? Did you watch the USA women dominate? Did you watch watch the US mm-hmm. men get that win against whoever? Man, everybody gonna be like, nah, fam. I'm, I'm just waiting for. I'm waiting for till September come around. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Football to NFL season come yeah. around or college football season come around. Yeah. And that's how we get that's how we get things kicked off. Well, it's time to get into these devastating topics. Let's do the Patriots first, and then we'll get into other stuff. Okay. So New England Patriots finally lost. So did the Saints. All right. But the Patriots lost. We're doing them first because they lost first. So Patriots lost. The big thing this whole year has been Tom Brady and his decline. I ask you, before I bring up, before I bring it, before I bring a question to you, Tom Brady made an Instagram post. Don't feel like reading it. Just the last thing I'm paraphrasing. I'm not done. I still have more to prove. If you're New England, do you keep Tom Brady? Answer that one. Nope. If you're Tom Brady, do you still continue to play? Yep. Keep getting them checks. What's the solution? Trade me. If you don't want me, trade me. Go out and I I think his contract's up. Okay. That's even better. You... You have a you had a decline year. You got knocked out of the first round of the playoffs in the wild card game, which you haven't been since two thousand nine. Your product your productivity is going down. I ain't gonna say it's going down substantially. It's going down at, at a high frequency. You may you may can stay, and I did hear him say that he ain't giving the the Patriots a hometown, hometown discount, discount. No, which he shouldn't, and I I don't believe any. Well, he's taking should. it long enough. Yeah, I. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you just another player that's on the decline right now. And once you when you once you start losing, then that start affecting not only you. But the coaches and the owner and that green thing, that green back called money. And when you start affecting with money, then we have a problem. And that problem is you, so you have to go. Yeah, I'm so opposite of you right now. Okay. I don't I don't think he's a problem. Now, I do think that he's going to wind up leaving because New England's going to try to shite him, and that's fine. I don't think he's the problem. Mm-hmm. Let me let me do this for you. And I was gonna pull up the numbers, but I don't really care about the numbers right now. Right. His declining year had to do with what receivers did he have? And I know everybody say he doesn't usually have weapons. My whole thing is this: outside of Edelman, Edelman Gronk gone. You had AB for a week, One, yeah. And he's gone. Who else does he have? Running game sucked. Offensive line sucked. Yes, they blitz more on him because they know he gets happy feet. But his offensive line was sucking when people weren't blitzing him. I don't know if he truly had a decline rather than this just finally caught up with him. I I have no weapons. I have no weapon. Like, seriously, I watched because I had fantasy running backs of New England on my teams. They sucked at running the ball. So when you suck at running the ball, and we know we can make you one-dimensional as a defense, whether we're good or subpar, guess what's going to happen? I can make you look like crap. Right. So when he played against Tennessee, which has a very good defense, it's not hard to make you one-dimensional. If you don't run on me, you can't throw on me, right? Mm-hmm. I just think that his year wasn't so much of a decline as much as they did nothing to help him out. The biggest thing was getting A.B., right? A.B. left in a week. What did they do to get somebody else? Nothing, right? So the offensive line was garbage. Receivers were whatever, but none of them got separation outside of Edelman, but Edelman runs a slot, and he runs away from people, so that don't count either. Gronk was your other person who retired, and as far as I'm concerned, he never coming back. 
Because if Tom ain't there, he definitely ain't coming back. Nope. Your defense, and we can look at this because I just had this epiphany in my head. Everybody talking about how good their defense was, right? Mm-hmm. It reminded me at the beginning of the season for about three or four games when Dallas played, and they were labeled the best team in the NFL, and they were definitely going to the Super Bowl, right? But they played three trash teams. So what you think the Patriots had? The Patriots weren't playing nobody when their defense was tough. When they did, when they made Sam Donald see ghosts, you were playing against the Jets. You beat the Jets senseless since 2001. You haven't played nobody. So when you went up against Baltimore, ooh, Swiss cheese. When you went up against Kansas City with a, what, a hurt Patrick Mahomes and a backup and I forgot his name. But they still made you like Swiss cheese. You lost to the Dolphins at at the end of the season, Swiss cheese. So were we shocked that t- Tennessee did it? No, because guess what they said? A landing spot possibly for him is Tennessee. Guess what I told you Tennessee did? 70% of the time they run play action. That's it. Guess what Tom Brady good at? Play, play action. <laughs> and guess what he has if he goes to Tennessee? A great running, running game. game. It worked out, right? Yep. So you don't have factors around him. So I'm not, I can't conclusively say that he sucked that bad this year. The scheme didn't work for him. The players around him on offense, I can't speak for the defense, players around him on offense were subpar too. And you couldn't run the ball. So, yes, the same excuse people try to make is the same excuse you got to use now. My man didn't do it this year. (laughs) It definitely wasn't just his fault, though. It definitely wasn't just his fault. Well, anyway, let's get to what we want to talk about. So many layered questions here. Let me first start off by saying this. Yes, we lost. We did. The Saints took an L to Minnesota at home where they said we were unbeatable. Let's take solace in this. 13-3. and It's a good season. It's a great season, right? Losses we shouldn't have had. San Francisco, right? Right. The big one that was pointed out to me yesterday when I was looking, Atlanta. Yep. When we lost to them. Single-handedly, by the way. Yep. It was no shot of a doubt. And let's just go off and say this. I was saying this before anybody, and I don't know if I may have mentioned it on the other podcast. I had to go look. I think I did. I said, get a replacement in there for Breeze before he looked like he fizzled out. It's two years up. My whole thing is this. It's Teddy the man, because if not, now we have the problem that I said we shouldn't have now. And that's we don't have nobody to back up. Michael Thomas is in his heyday. Kamara is still in his. Latavius Murray, Murray is a great, great second tier big man to run behind Alvin Kamara. We still haven't gotten any receivers. We don't really need none. We do a great job in free agency and unrestricted free agency. The biggest problem that I said while we lost that game wasn't Breeze. It was the defense and Sean Payton. I ain't gonna say the whole. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm saying, hey, I, I, but I, defense I, played. The, I think, in my opinion, I I believe defense played excellent. Well, I can't say they play excellent. They play. They play good enough. No, no, what I'm saying is this: far too much, far too many yards on the ground. Right. We we done a great job of stuffing everybody. Davin Cook got 60, 70 yards in the first half by himself, and I forgot the other guy's name, but he had about twenty or thirty. Towards the end of the game, it was 100-plus yards. We hadn't really allowed that many 100-yard rushers, so we weren't stopping the run. And you know what he was doing in the, in the, in the passing game. And I'm calling out Marshawn Lattimore. You are first round. You're supposed to be our shutdown corner. You absolutely stunk up the joint. 
And then my biggest play was when you let Adam Thielen catch a deep ball on you that made absolutely no sense. I've never seen you do that. Not only did you look like you gave up on the play, but you like, he's like, you're lost. How are you lost? The man running straight go right on you. He ran a little out and up. That's it. And that was it. You turned around, got lost. He got behind you, right. and you mad because your teammates called you out on the side. You were the spark that happened. And oh, by the way, let me let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Because I'm gonna let you talking to me. I'm I'm overtaking this conversation. No, no, you I think Stefan Diggs is a punk. I think he's a selfish little brat. How are you crying? And because you're not getting the ball, but y'all winning. Y'all were winning, y'all were dominating time and possession, and you crying because you didn't get the ball. That's why I know San Francisco gonna shut Richard Sherman coming for you. And I and I tell and I'm saying I'm saying this right now, and I and I'm gonna say this. It always happened to us, and it's just our luck, but when it when it comes to the when it comes to the playoffs, man, it just the the craziest stuff since you won that championship, it always happened to us. It always happened to us no matter what. I can go on and on it's from San Francisco to Seattle two times to Minnesota two times to last, to last year against the Rams. Like, we just – when it comes, we don't lose. I, and I always say this, and I have been saying this for the longest. We don't lose. And I'm sorry, when we do lose, we lose in NFL classic loss fashion. Like you have said that before. Yeah, like when you go back thirty years, when you when you watch in the future, when it's twenty years in the future, and NFL be having all these games on, and you with the kids, and you with the wife and the grandkids, you're gonna be like, Uncle Gary, Uncle Gary, or uh, Hey Grandpa, where were you when this happened? Like you automatically gonna know when and where. And you will have no explanation. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this: in, in terms of this game, does that pass interference that was not called does it bother you? Oh, it's always it, yeah. I mean, I'm over it now, but I I think you said this word before: desensitized. Yep. I, I I think I am desensitized, but I'm I not. Too. I don't think I'm mad about that play and them not calling it only because outside of the defense playing, however. We didn't. We didn't look like we were the better team. One and two. We just didn't have it at all. And, and I always say this: with the losses, the loss that we had against Atlanta, and this loss, it, it was just an ugly game. And I don't know what I don't know what was going on. If you ask me, ten times out of ten times, if we play Minnesota, we win against Minnesota every single time. But. It was just one of those games where it was just an ugly game for us. And we came back, but overtime came, and Marshawn Lattimore just, with that big play, just it, it just was crazy. And then the one against uh, P.J. Washington, where I think. Williams. P.J. Williams, I apologize. Against P.J. Williams, when it was offensive pass interference that they did not review. I think that should have been called back, but, hey, it is what it is. Well, my, my whole thing is this. And it goes back to the replacement of Drew Brees. Hey, man, it's great. We 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 have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and we've only got to the playoffs, I mean, to the Super Bowl with once. And I told you it goes beyond Drew Brees because I think Sean Payton is a madman. 
I think he's a madman because the play call in that game, you so worried about different rotations or whatever where you kept trying to get Kamara to get involved, right? Mm -hmm. Latavius Murray had the hot hand when it came to running. I can't talk about passing from from running back. Hot hand, Latavius Murray, we would have ran the ball more with him. We would have had better success. Drew Brees didn't have it at all. And his interception that happened was double coverage. Yeah. Nowhere was Michael Thomas open at all. Dumb bonehead play. And it goes back to this. Do you rely too much on him because he is who he is? And then also, I got to I gotta look at it. The front office is my biggest problem with the Saints. That's my team loving to death. When are they going to actually draft and pay attention to in free agency defense? The year we won the Super Bowl, we had a top-tier no, defense, right. top five in every category. Turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, yards, loss, all that. It was top five, top notch. We haven't had a dominant safety, corner. Marshawn's the only one that come to mind. He, he he don't do it all the time. He even said it. He even said it earlier this season. His mama yep. got on to him. I get lazy on on certain matchups. Right. I don't play like I need to. That's not that's not the sign of somebody dominant. You sound lazy, which you said you are. And what you showed me Sundays was that you're lazy. Right. And my whole thing to you has been this. When when we talk about the defense, fine. If you want to say Marshawn, your your best corner, cool. Who you got on the other side? We just got Janoris Jenkins, but it's only been two weeks. It's only been two weeks. So before then, you had Eli Apple, and I told you that was a horrible thing. Eli was getting burnt when he was with New York Giants. And we got him. I'm like, you do realize when we, when we play Dallas, he going to have flashbacks, right? right. Or the or the Redskins, because we always have trouble with the Redskins somehow, some way. And Cleveland. Cleveland. I mean, the we crazy, just. It's wild. It is crazy. Yeah, the, team, the teams we, we should dominate against, we suck, and we may lose. If we win, it's ugly, like you said. But there's no way that that game come down to that last play only because that whole game, offensive-wise, didn't click at yeah, all. Yeah, we weren't clicking. When you look at defense, we were – running game was what it was. Dalvin Cook just been on fire like that, right? But watch when they play San Francisco. They gonna, I'm telling you, they going to lose. That, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook about to get blew up. I'm telling and you. Kirk Cousins not going to have time to throw the ball. They gonna watch, look. They gonna look like a. Watch uh, they Nick gonna Bosa. look just like they record. Watch, watch they, Nick Bosa. They just gonna look just like they record. Watch Nick Bosa. Watch you you heard you heard it first. Watch watch Nick Bosa. He gonna have two or three uh, tackles for losses. He gonna get him. A, he gonna get him either a fumble or an interception off the line. And I guarantee you, Kirk Cousins gonna have about four five sacks because they gonna have to double him. I don't care what nobody say. I, I don't get me wrong, people. Jimmy G just don't seem like he the answer. But he gonna look like a star Saturday. Oh, he gonna about to look, yeah. George Kittle, and it, it always happened to us. Emmanuel Sanders, it always happened to us. I'm telling you, it always happened. To, every, whoever beat us, they gonna they gonna every time they beat us, it's like they won a Super Bowl. And then when they play their next game, they gonna look like hot garbage. But, but I'm a Saints fan, so you know. No, that, that, that ain't got nothing to do with me being a realist. Oh. So let me ask you this last question before we go to our last couple of topics. Drew Brees, what you do with him? I keep him. I want to keep him until the wheels is, fall. Is that see? That's my whole. The wheels falling. Oh, yeah. Ain't falling all the way off yet. What do you do? Because Teddy's only on a one year contract. If you Teddy, and you win five and zero as a starter. Do you stay? 
if they're gonna keep Drew? Because that's what that's that's my he whole might, he thing. Might go. No, no, that's what I'm saying. My thing as a Saints fan is if you lose Teddy and you keep Breeze, what happened when Breeze leave or he get hurt? Because him and Tom Brady in the same situation. You can't do what you used to do. You ain't flinging the ball, you know, 30, 40 yards every time no more. You can't do it. Teams know you. They know you like to step up in the pocket. You don't like to run. What do you do when it's all said and done? If we, if I'm a fan, I never want to go back to the Aints days with the bag over my head, no. right? So if that's the case, I got to prepare. Who is his replacement? If it's Teddy, sign him. Get Teddy ready to play. Drew, you... If, if we if we ain't got it going, Teddy got to start playing game two, game three, which it really need to go ahead and happen now. Because let's be honest, Michael Thomas, I don't care what kind of contract you got, you can't take too much more of this. It's only so much you can take. Kamara contract coming up now, it's only so much of this you can take. If this is the only thing you missing, if you only missing a quarterback, and it's this and this goes straight into the next topic. If you only missing a quarterback, and the way the league is going right now is runners that can throw. Drew Brees not a runner. Right. Tyson Hill is only a runner. Right. Let him be gadget. Teddy is mobile enough to do what you need him to do, and he proved how effective he can be. Yeah, you got to tweak the offense a little bit, but I think it's for the better. So when do you make that change? I'm sorry. If we, if we hang on too long, we miss out on getting a quarterback that – we may not have to wait for it because if you draft a rookie, you got to wait. Yep. I don't, it, I don't care. Ain't nobody about to come. Patch Mahomes didn't play his first year. Aaron Rodgers ain't play his first year, and we don't have the luxury of waiting. I want to win. Yeah, I'm. Everybody on their team want to win because if you look at our nucleus, it's getting older by the year, mm-hmm. and we keep getting screwed and or screwing ourselves. When is enough enough? Right. Right. All right, so the last few things we want to talk about, have to talk about even though I don't want to, Cowboys. Fire Jason Garrett finally, right? Yep. We kind of knew what was going to happen because they didn't even give him a contract this season going into next season. He was already done, basically. Mm-hmm. So they finally fired him. Jason didn't really get the, the memo because he still kept trying to come back and get hired. Right. He didn't believe it was over, but it is because as of Monday or Tuesday, Monday, because today's Wednesday. As of Monday, they hired Mike McCarthy after having an interview on Saturday, spending the night, yes, I said spending the night at his new owner's house. Mike Mike McCarthy, former Green Bay Packers coach, Aaron Rodgers. Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion got hired for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I ask you this. Do you know much about the hire before I ask you a couple questions? Mm -hmm. Not too much? I just know he got hired. That's it. So, what you know of Mike McCarthy is he won a Super Bowl, correct? Yep. What we know of most Green Bay teams, they may have a good rush. They necessarily have a good defense, though, right? Mm -hmm. They relied a lot on scoring. The reason why he got put out the league, according to sources, according to teammates, according to Aaron Rodgers himself, he got set in his ways. He didn't like certain things going on. He was basically considered a dinosaur when it came to the game of football now. It's said that he's been on this two, three-year sabbatical, studying with coaches, getting hip to the game, whatever it may be, dude. But why? Why did they make such a rush hire? You just fired Jason Garrett. That was the guy they probably been wanting for a long time. But but they- why him, though? The reason the reason why I asked him, the reason why I said this jumps in, too, Marvin Lewis got interviewed. 
You know about the Rooney Rule? Yep. The Rooney Rule is saying that we have to give minorities, especially African-Americans, a qualified look or a qualified interview. But they still won't hire him. Right, but they still won't hire him. So Marvin came in, not sure what he said. I'm pretty sure he didn't bomb it. What he did with the Bengals was pretty good considering the talent that he had. Mm-hmm. To be honest, he had a bunch of misfits. <laughs> well, I mean, with McCartney, uh, McCartney, I I don't know. I I would have. I I, 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 I I probably would have took. I probably would have took McCartney based on uh, everything that he did while he was in Green Bay. Even though he only won one championship, is one more championship than y'all have. Now watch this. Okay, so we know where the league going. I'm glad you said that. I'm good. Stick to your point. I just want to. I just want to make this based on where the league's going. Right. Mm-hmm. I told you, Eric Benjamin. I think I'm saying his last name right. The Kansas City Chiefs offense coordinator, who's a black man, has he's a part of what we know to NFL. What we know the NFL to go towards now, mobile quarterbacks. Mobile quarterbacks that run, move around, can throw, whatever. He's instrumental in Patrick Mahomes and his development, right? Why? The reason, my thing is, it's not that it's Mike that got hired. My thing is, what's the rush? Kansas City is still in the playoffs, right? Why isn't this man who for the last two years, because that's how long Patrick Mahomes has been with it, the last two years has set the league on fire, why isn't he being considered? He's in the playoffs. So you tell me because he's in the playoffs, he already ruled out. Right. Why wouldn't you wait on that? Right. So I ain't you got going you, nowhere no time soon. Right. You got Dak. You got Dak, who literally can be awesome. This year, he was top 15 in passing, but the offense was top ranked in the league. Why wouldn't you want somebody who's an offensive guru? Because your defense, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't need much work. You probably need a new scheme. And you need a couple more players because you get a lot of banged up players in the year. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you wait to at least interview this man? You hired him. You didn't even put this man on here. I guess you didn't even give Marvin Lewis a consideration. To me, if we football and any sports is this, what have you done for me lately, right? right. This man ain't done them but set trends. <clears throat> Another name, blackhead coach, could be. Byron Leftwich. People say, wow, he's with Tampa Bay and he had Jameis Winston. Let's look at Jameis Winston. This year, Minus the turnovers, yeah. James, James was a top uh, top twelve quarterback, I believe. Yeah. Passing yards, great touchdowns, great, and that's what they've been looking for for James anyway. Now he still turned the ball over a lot, but it's so funny that they're doing exactly what you need to do as far as being eligible and qualified to coach. Yeah. And you hired Mike, who his last stint was considered he was too old for the league. He wasn't progressing with the league. Right. So because you go do your homework, now you're qualified. And that's why I'm bringing up different names like this. You know who Josh McDaniels is, right? Yep. He's failed as a head coach. He even conned his way out of being Indianapolis head coach. Yep, I remember him. Why is he being considered for Cleveland again? Why? Jim Swartz sucked it up in Detroit. He's being considered, right? It's just crazy to me that you failed, and yet you're qualified off of what basis? And you probably will get rewarded for it. Oh, no. Definitely getting it. Definitely getting it. I just, I'm curious as to, like, I guess it's still, it's still the age-old adage, they moved the goalpost back. Because you know what I'm about to talk about next, at least in these last few minutes. 
The New York Giants hired a wide receiver special teams coach. I don't care what your position was in the end. I don't care what you was when you did college. I don't care how much responsibility Bill Belichick gave you. You're not even a coordinator. <laughs> you weren't even a head coach. You were just a receiver coach. No, no, no. I say special teams. Special teams. Special teams. Because people, because somebody said the thing they love about, and I forgot the guy's name who was a special team coach, is that they can look at the whole team objectively and, and can come with different. Man, yeah. shut this stupid stuff right, up. Yeah, right. Uh, it was stupid. Giants look really stupid now. Yeah. You, y'all, y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't hide. It was nobody else that would qualify. How, how are you on the level of Cleveland right now? Duh. Like Cleveland's gonna look smarter than you at the end. I don't, I don't, I don't care what this man record is when the end of the next year come or however long y'all gonna put him on contract. You made a wide receivers coach a head coach after firing your own head coach after. At- after firing your own head coach, after it was way more qualified people out there, all because what he come from Bill Belichick coaching tree. Newsflash, people! Bill Belichick coaching tree don't win. They don't beat nobody. Right. They don't beat him. And they can't. They can't. The New York Giants last successful with Tom Coughlin. Tom ain't come from Bill. Right. Mike Rabel finally beat his mentor, only because let's be honest. The Patriots had a worse down year than y'all did in terms of player personnel. Y'all finally figured out a skill that Ryan Tannehill can do. But you wouldn't have beat New England last right. year or the previous 18 years. How dare you hire a wide receivers coach slash special teams coach? Dallas, I hope it work out for you. Maybe they optimistic. But I really don't. No, I really, yeah, for them, I, I hope they For don't. Mike McCarthy, I don't care if you won several Super Bowl titles, your last memory was because they said you were kicked out because you were ancient. Yep. How dare you all? You sons of... How dare you? Oh, don't get... Carolina, you made a, a, a very risky call calling up a college coach. I'm not mad at it. Baylor head coach, he's been winning. he got a pretty good record. But even y'all... That was cute. That was pretty crazy. Like y'all, like you telling me. So, so what it is is we we continue to work for y'all, make the offenses look good, but we not qualified to coach. Right to be a head coach. to be a head coach. And y'all ain't got nothing to lose because y'all not going anywhere. Like Dallas, to be honest, the thing that makes me so mad about Dallas is that y'all are this close in terms of talent on paper. Right, yep. you need a head coach to gel it together. I want somebody who I know nothing about. Well, if the knock on you is that you, if, if the knock on you is that you're archaic and you like things done a certain way, which lines up with Jerry Jones, I guess, so it makes sense. Right. But if the knock on you is that you're archaic and you're not up with the times and the whole nine yards, why do I want to hire you if I'm supposed to be this close? I need an innovator, right? Yep. Why you think Arizona head coach look like he does? Kyler Murray. Did exactly what he needed him to do this year. And guess what? I look like a genius right now. Right. And, and he only going to get better. And for all intents and purposes, that team, the West, the West is back to what it used to be. Right. The NFC West is back to what it used to be. It's scary. It is scary good. And that that's bad for the rest of the league. Right. Arizona was in every game this year. Yep. That's how much Kyler Murray made a difference and the head coach did too. That's how much they made a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Sean McVay. Which I don't know if you look like a genius because you had Jared Goff at the helm, but he was considered a genius. 
but he looked like he was going to work, right? But they didn't rush to make those decisions. And yes, he may pan out to be something. I don't see y'all winning no Super Bowl. Me neither. I, I don't see you being the next wave of talent. But I'm, I know it took everything. You you got anything in my nah, man, you just took everything. My, I, mean, I, I can't say no more after that. that. It made me mad when I saw it, though. Nah, it, it, it made me mad. I, I overtook it. I'm sorry, folks. Y'all going to hear his lovely voice next week, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. You got any picks this week for your music, brother? I do. Uh, this one, let's see. I have one from Santino LaSaint. Call, it's called Call You When I Get Home. And I have another one. Uh, this is this one I got from my uncle. It's called Soul to Soul Missing You. Check out the album version, but it's definitely a good one. Oh, now nah, Suspect. Off the it was written out. Hey, you breaking rules now. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay. I only got one this week, of course. <laughs> no, I, I I had to go through searches. I only got one this week. Actually, I got two, but I'm just gonna do one. Mm-hmm. And that's uh that's why I love you, sir, featuring Sabrina. Oh. No, that song go hard though. I saw the video. It was a nice little video. But the song go hard though. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Well, anyway, got any parting words for everybody? Good luck to all y'all. Let 2020 be prosperous. Keep your heads up, no matter mind elevation. Let's get it. It's a new year. Yeah, 2020, definitely going to be more consistent on a weekly basis. We're going to be out here giving y'all this great content. It's going to be more personal, more from our viewpoints. Y'all going to hear a lot of opinions. I hope you agree with them, but then I hope you don't. It's going to give us some good feedback, some good content. So we got a lot of things coming this year. We about to be real active. We thank y'all for the support. Share, love, comment, Amen. whatever it may be. BL Sports Talk 51 on Twitter and Instagram. Also, click that link in the bio. Sign up for our email list. Look forward to seeing y'all. We're going to hit y'all with the up and up. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace. <laughs>